Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to my daily podcast, Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. This is a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you are here for the first time, welcome. And if you are returning, welcome back. So today I thought I would talk to you about inviting your fears to tea. Now I got this quote from the... um, the Oracle deck by um, Chris Carr. It is called Crazy Sexy Love Notes. But as I was flipping through this Oracle deck, just getting a message for myself and doing my meditation, this came out for me. And I feel like it's a message that is meant for not just me, but everyone who's listening. So when you say invite your fears to tea, Basically, what that means to me is that we need to acknowledge what our fears are. I'm always saying, like, don't be afraid, don't have fears. That's easy enough to say, but the honest truth is fears are going to come up for you in your life. When our ego takes over, usually that shows up in the form of fear of some kind. So it's easy for me to sit here and say, don't ever have fear, but I would be lying if I told you that I don't fear things sometimes. Fear shows up for me in my life too. But what I have had to learn to do is to invite my fears to tea. And what that means is I acknowledge that I have these fears. I get to know what my fears are. I don't judge them. And then I choose a different way to think about things. I don't allow the fear to stay for a long time. It's like you invite your fears to tea, but your fears don't stay overnight. You don't invite them to stay for a long week's visit. You simply invite them to tea and then they leave. So what that says is you're acknowledging that you're having a fear about some situation. You acknowledge that it's there, honor that you're feeling it, and then choose a different path. So you choose a different thought. You know, Abraham Hicks always says that you should choose thoughts that make you feel good. And that should be your only intention is to strive to feel good. Well, if you're afraid and you have fears, you're not going to be feeling very good. In fact, we put ourselves oftentimes in our own mental prison or our own mental hell because we focus and dwell on the bad things. We focus on the fear. We focus on what might happen. And the thing is that if you focus on what could happen, you're going to spend all of this wasted energy because number one, usually what we try, what we think could happen never happens. That's the first thing. The second thing is that we are very, very uncomfortable because we're making ourselves miserable dwelling on all of the bad things. We're focusing on bad thoughts and that doesn't feel very good at all. And I was just talking to someone the other day who said that, you know, they tend to focus on shoulda, woulda, you know, what's going to happen? Oh, this could happen. Oh, that could happen. Oh, this. And they're creating scenarios for themselves that are miserable. And what happens when we do that, like I said, number one, most of the time, we're not actually going to experience all the bad things we picture. You know, all of those bad things aren't going to happen. But we can call in those bad things. If you've ever heard of that self-fulfilling prophecy, it's that you 
assume something's going to happen and you keep focusing on being afraid that this is going to happen and I'm afraid this is going to happen, that you actually end up calling it into being with your thoughts because you're expecting it to happen. So it's almost like you're willing something bad to happen. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to see that. So I don't know why we're doing that to ourselves because it is a choice. You are choosing to do that to yourself. If you are sitting there saying, oh my gosh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and then it happens and you're like, oh wow, why did this happen? Duh, you called it in. You called it into being with your thoughts. That's why it happened. So we really, really have to be very conscious about our thoughts. And what I keep telling people, and I have to keep reminding myself, is that it is so important to live in the present moment. If you're trying to live in the future and you're trying to predict what will happen, what could happen, you're going to drive yourself insane. Don't do that to yourself. That is classic overthinking. And classic overthinking is just a form of fear. Procrastination is a form of fear. Perfectionism is a form of fear. It's all things that keep us from doing what we really want to do. You know when you get that calling deep down in your soul and it's like, I really want to do this? But you ignore it because you're too afraid. You start, well, maybe you don't ignore it, but here's what you do. You think about the thing that you really want to do, and then you start thinking of the what ifs. Well, what if I do this and nobody responds? What if I do this and it's not successful? What if I do this and people laugh at me? The whatever, fill in your own what ifs for whatever your situation is. But that's what happens. The what-ifs take over. Then you go spiraling down this rabbit hole of self-destruction because really you are putting your own self into a mental prison with your thoughts. You're not thinking about good things. You're thinking about all the bad things could happen. And what I challenge you to do is to switch your thinking. So let's imagine, for example... Let's say that you have a crush on someone and you'd like to ask this person out. Now your original thoughts, if you're a classic overthinker, probably would have gone something like this. Oh, but what if I ask this person out and they laugh? What if I ask this person out and they reject me? What if I ask this person out and they're already taken, they're already seeing somebody else? So that's your classic ego taking over. That's your ego telling you that all of these things are going to happen or could happen. So you're focused on negative thinking and negative thoughts. But what if you choose to shift your thinking? What if instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong, what if instead you thought about it this way? What if I go and ask that person out and she says yes? What if we go out for coffee and it's amazing and we have a great time? What if we go out And we keep going out because we just have so much in common and we have such an awesome time and it ends up turning out to be a great friendship or relationship. So instead of focusing on what could go wrong, we focus on what could go right. And that doesn't mean you'll never get rejected and bad things won't happen. But here's the thing. You never know if you don't try and you could miss out on opportunities for awesome things if you don't move your feet. And it is my belief that we get rejected for a reason. It's because the universe says, no, this isn't for you. I have something better in mind. 
And if you think about it like that, even though rejection can be painful, if you think about it like that, that the universe is always trying to protect us and watch out for us, and the universe has our back, and if the universe is telling us no, it's because the universe has something much better for us in mind. So if we simply trust that, then we know that if it's not meant for us, it's because there's something better, then there isn't as much fear behind it. At least I think. When I know that, hey, if this is meant for me, it will be for me. It's like any time I've gone out for a job interview, I just go in the interview with the mindset that if this is for me, it will be for me. And if not, the universe is going to shut the door. The universe is going to throw up uh, roadblocks, right? They're not going to allow this opportunity for me if it's not meant for me. And that's never served me wrong. Because anytime I ask that, if this is for my highest good, I usually end up not getting jobs and things get, roadblocks get put up when it wasn't my time or place to have that job. And I've always found out later that there was a really good reason I didn't get it. You know, either the person hated the environment that did get the job, they went down to part-time and it wasn't full-time anymore. There have always been reasons. And I always find that out later. So you have to go into it knowing that if it isn't meant for you, the universe is not going to allow it. And I always would say, pray that, this or better, God, this or better, and if it's for my highest good. Because when we ask for things, when we pray for things, we have to understand that we have to pray that it's for my highest good and that this or better. We can't always see the bigger picture. So sometimes an opportunity will come along and we might think that it looks so great and then we go for it and it wasn't for us. Or we may be contemplating an opportunity that comes along. We may be thinking about something we want to try to do and we talk ourselves out of it. And then it turns out that was something that we really would have enjoyed or we really should have done. So it can go either way. We can talk ourselves out of our blessings too. When you overthink things and you aren't sure what you want, you end up talking yourself out of something that could have been an amazing blessing. But one thing that I know is that the universe will come around and give you multiple opportunities. If there's something that you were maybe supposed to have and you passed it up the first time, you'll find sometimes that those opportunities will come around again. Because I believe sometimes it takes us a while to really get it. And the universe knows that. We doubt ourselves. We don't really think things through with our intuition. Most of the time, we don't use our intuition, unfortunately. Many of us don't. We just use our head and our logic instead of using our heart and our intuition and really feeling what we should be doing deep down. Instead, we ignore that. You get gut reactions to things, you know? You know how that is. You meet a person and immediately you either just know, I really like this person or I really don't like this person. And it's usually because of the energy that they give off that you're reading. So if you are going into a situation that way and you feel that same gut like, oh, I really like this or I really don't or there's something weird about this, you've got to listen to that. And it's when we ignore that that we get in trouble 
when we see a great opportunity in front of us and we choose to ignore it because we are so afraid of putting ourselves out there, of getting hurt. And that's the really tragic thing about it, is that we, if we allow our fears to stay overnight, to stay the weekend, stay the week, we are going to miss out on a lot of awesome opportunities because you're not going to move. You're not going to move forward at all. You're just going to stay where you are. But if you simply invite your fears to tea, you acknowledge what they are, that you have them, what it's about. And you can even pray to your spiritual team and ask, you know, what is this about? What am I supposed to be learning here? What would be for my highest good? When you start working with your intuition and you start developing it more, you can ask questions of your spiritual team and you'll get answers. For me, it comes like a thought or sometimes I just ask yes or no questions and I've taught you before, you can do the intuition practice where you say yes, 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 yes over and over and you feel where does that show up on your body, what feeling. For me, it's like butterflies in my stomach. And if I say no, 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 where does that show up in my body? And for me, it's like a heaviness in my chest. So when I ask the universe yes or no questions and I'm trying to tap into my intuition, I listen for those physical cues in my body. If I say, would this be a good fit for me? And I feel it where the yes would be. Like I feel the butterflies in my stomach, then I know it's a yes. Or if I feel a heaviness in my chest, it feels hard to breathe, I know that's a no. You have to get better at reading your own body. Because the body always gives us signals. We just don't always pick up on it. Think about if you've ever met a person and when you met them, like, the hair on your arms stood up or you got goosebumps, sometimes it's not in a good way, right? Like, oh, that person makes me feel very strange. I don't like that person. Something feels off. And usually it's because you're picking up on that person's energy. So if they are a person who is not a great character, sometimes you will pick up on that immediately. Or vice versa, if you meet someone who is awesome and they have great energy, you can pick up on that right away too. Like maybe all of a sudden you just start smiling because you're around this person and they just make you smile and you just know that you feel better when you're around that person because you're picking up on their beautiful energy. They don't have that icky negative energy that maybe some other people do. We are putting off energy whether you know it or not and situations can put off energy too. So if you're trying to tap into your intuition about something, you can pick up in the energy that it's giving off. So you have to be courageous enough to face your fears head on. <coughs> when you are trying to figure out what your fears are, you have to actually face them. You have to look at them. And sometimes we have to say, where is this coming from? Sometimes we're afraid of things and we don't have any idea why we would be afraid of them. We're creating fears that don't really even exist, you know? Like we wouldn't be afraid of that normally. Why am I why am I afraid? What's what's this about? What's coming up from this? Sometimes it's that we get triggered. And sometimes we're taking on other people's fear. If you're around people who like to give you advice, 
It's nice that they're looking out for us, but many times people will try to scare you out of doing things. And there are a lot of reasons. There are a lot of reasons that they do this. One reason might be that it's intimidating to them. If you succeed and they haven't, there could be like a jealousy thing going on there. Or they might think that they're trying to keep you safe and really they're not. I always say it's great when people want to give you advice, but you have to live your own life. They don't have to live with the consequences of the decisions that you made based on their advice. So while advice can be good, you really have to listen to your own intuition. People will give you bad advice all of the time. They really will. They really will. Sorry. And it's, again, not because they're trying to ruin your life. They think they're protecting us. People don't want to see you hurt. They want to see you taken care of. But at the same time, sometimes, people, sometimes people's advice will keep you small and keep you stuck. It's not like they're trying to hurt you, but let me give you an example. Whenever I wanted to start this business, I had people who would say to me, are you really sure you want to do that? You're putting yourself out there and people might think you're weird. It might affect your job because you're a teacher. You know, your kids might feel like they're being neglected because you're doing this business too. So you're working full time and you're doing this. And all of the advice that people were trying to give me, they thought was really good advice. And if I had listened to those people, I never would have started my business. I never would have started a podcast. You wouldn't be listening to me right now. And I appreciate the people in my life who try to give me advice, who try to keep me on track. But I also know that I have to listen ultimately to myself. I have to listen to my own intuition and I have to do what I think is best for me. And in this particular case, what they were telling me was not what I knew I needed to do. My intuition was yelling loudly, you've got to do this. You have to do it. And it was one of those things where I would go to sleep at night thinking about, should I do this? Should I get started on this? Should I open this business? And the universe was not going to let me sleep until I made a decision, until I moved forward in some way. And it actually took me booking a coaching session with someone else and having a mentor to walk me through this to, to getting started because I wasn't confident enough to start at first because I was listening to people around me telling me all the things that could go wrong. I was getting the what ifs, but from other people as well as myself. And I really feel like the what ifs that I was getting at first were more from others. And then I just started taking it on myself. So one of the first things that my mentor did is that we did some meditation work and we cleared away the fears that were not my own. All the things that I was taking on that really belonged to other people. And we really, really looked at my own intuition. What was I telling myself? What did my higher self want me to do? 
What was for my highest good? What was for my higher purpose? And what we discovered is you're a healer and you need to be doing this. You need to help others get to where you are. And you need to heal people and show them how to heal themselves. And so that's what I did. And I have never regretted that decision. I would have regretted waiting and not doing anything and sitting on the sidelines and watching other people live the life that I wanted to live. Because that's what I would have been doing had I not done anything at all. So we cannot allow fear to take over. It's good to acknowledge when it shows up. It's good to say, what is this about? And it's good to then let the fear go. You know, say, okay, that's nice of you to show up, have a cup of tea, and now be on your way because I don't need you anymore. I know you are here trying to protect me, but I don't need that because I know what I need to do, I know what this is about, and I know how I'm going to change my thought process. You've got to move your feet somehow. Those of you who aren't doing anything, you're wasting time. (laughs) That's one thing you're doing. And I'm not saying this to be cruel or mean or judgmental. I know exactly what you're doing because I've spent a good part of my life doing that. Just staying where I was because it was comfortable I didn't have to think about it too much. I didn't have to move my feet. I didn't have to take a risk. But I honestly feel like nothing awesome that happened in my life ever happened because I just played it safe and stayed small. You have to take a risk if you want to see big reward. It's like playing the stock market, right? The more risk you take, the more reward you can have. Only in life... It's a little more safe. We know the universe has our back. So we're not going to completely fall or bottom out. The universe is not going to allow that. We're being taken care of. The universe is just asking you to do your part and to move. So whatever your fears are, offer them a cookie. Listen to what they have to say. And then... Ask them to go on their merry way and do what you need to do to move forward. So I hope this was helpful for someone. I don't know who needed to hear it, but I feel like probably many people needed to hear that message. I want to say that I am very thankful for all of you who listen and for those who are a part of my soul family and soul tribe. You know, several of you have reached out to me lately and that means more than you will ever know. I absolutely love hearing from my listeners. So never ever hesitate reaching out to me if you need anything or you just want to talk because I love that. That's amazing to be able to connect with you. And I always try to respond to each and every person because I... Love hearing where you are on your journey or what gifts you bring to the table. The things that people send me, I love that. It's great to hear like where you are on your spiritual journey or if I can help you on your spiritual journey. And you know, there are many ways that you can work with me and it doesn't matter where you are on the journey. You know, 
I work with people who are pretty far along on their spiritual journey to people who just started waking up and they're going, what is happening to me? This is all weird. And I help you sort it out. So whatever you need from me, don't hesitate to contact me. A lot of people contact me and just say, you know what? I know I want to work with you, but I don't know how. And there's so many ways that you can work with me. I've got two classes that I'm offering right now. One is called a Purposeful Pilgrimage. It is a daily class. There's a lesson each day, and it's self, it's automated. So basically, you go in every day, you log in, and you go through the daily lesson. It's 23 days of lessons. However, people take it at their own pace. So you may do day one, and it may take you a couple of days to do day one. That's fine. You have access to this forever, so you don't need to feel like you have to rush through the lessons. And each lesson has many different tools that you can use to help improve your life. There's meditation, there's EFT tapping, there are prayers. Uh, There's so many things there and just inspiration every day to help you in every aspect of your life too, from getting rid of money blocks to getting rid of blocks surrounding love. Anything you can think of that is making your life better this program has and that is still available you can check out my website for more information i'm also getting ready to launch a new course with heather doran and you might have heard our podcast together but it is transition into um, life is basically the overview name of the course but it is all about taking back your financial and personal power so heather handle handles the financial aspect She talks about how to create a budget, what are your stories around money, how to create more money, just different things like that. I handle the self-esteem part. We work on setting healthy boundaries, taking back your personal power, feeling more self-love, self-esteem. And in this course, I'm going to offer a Reiki session and a past life regression to the um, to the people who take it, it will be in a group setting, but um, it's going to be amazing. So don't don't forget to check that out either. That is also on my website, more information about that. And I also offer Reiki sessions, one-on-one coaching, readings, past life regression. Check all of that out. And coming soon, I will also in the future be offering uh, Reiki classes where I will be teaching you how to do Reiki. So just stay tuned for more information about that. I will be doing that coming up pretty soon. I would think maybe by middle to end of summer. So be on the lookout for that. As always, I want to thank you guys for joining me. You are amazing. So love connecting with you. Don't forget to join my Facebook Lives Tuesdays at 7 Central. And if you need anything from me, don't hesitate to contact me. All of my contact information is in the description to the podcast. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. That helps me to spread my mission, which is to heal as many people as possible. And if you uh, would be so kind as to leave stars on iTunes or to write a review or review from wherever you're listening, whether it's Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, wherever, I would really appreciate that. I love you guys. I am sending you massive love and light. I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.